Hello, hello, hello. Podcasting from my house, one of the three places I have lived. In the smallest room in the house, which is mine. I'm David Fable. This podcast is about media, news, and its history. And is it reliable or not? I'm a five foot seven freshman that is big into sports. But here, we are going to talk about the news. This third episode is going to be about my personal story with the news and media and my journey that I've gone through with misinformation. Please stay around and listen. Thank you. Growing up in the late 2000s, you see and experience a lot of media. Whether it's mom and dad watching the news or watching your favorite YouTuber, media is surrounding you. In my generation, it is something that we always had and seems normal. But like all good things, they come at at, at a downside. In fact, you can be misled, tricked, and maybe just flat out lied to. Growing up in elementary school, I remember laying down next to the wall with my dad's iPod and watching Minecraft YouTubers like Preston, Beijing Canadian, and Jerome. Back in the good old days. (laughs) This is how I consumed my, my media. But when I got into middle school, things would change. My family was not openly political with me. We did not talk about politics or political issues, so I knew nothing about politics. So to a 12-year-old boy who does not understand politics, it was really easy to get manipulated. I did not have a good understanding of what was valid, how to look at issues, and how things were communicated. So when we got our first iPad, I, w- I would watch YouTube in my free time. I'd watch your typical stuff, Dude Perfect and Sunday. But for some reason, YouTube recommended and gave me clickbaity feminist destroyed compilations. And to those of you who don't know what those are, basically, someone would react to a, a feminist clip and argue their points. Or they would go to a rally and talk to feminists and and debate them. And basically make them look stupid. So to a young boy, it looked like the bad lady was a feminist. Feminists are bad. Then YouTube recommendations started showing me people like Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder. Who do similar things... But they do it for more political topics like guns, abortion, immigration, and, and etc. Part of the problem as I'm looking back on it is that they argue with people who are not qualified. And when they argue them, they look really smart because, quite frankly, they're kind of dumb. So to a 12-year-old boy... They seemed really smart. Also, 
you don't see the other side of the topic or the issue. They showed me the side that they wanted me to see. So to a 7th and 8th grade, I was a big conservative and libertarian. Not because I wanted to, but because those were the things they said was right, so that's what I believed. There is nothing wrong with believing what I did at the time, but the problem I have is that I was manipulated to believe that without knowing I was manipulated. And this would lead to some negative things, like I would be stressed out over how bad America was getting and would act like the victim in some political situations. It, it made me think that I was the one who understood and, and everybody else was stupid. It caused a lot of stress that I didn't need. There would be class discussions about those topics like the wall and the national anthem and kneeling during it. And I would just start saying Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder talking points and thinking that I was the only logical thinker and smartest in the room. And then after, I would have some heated heated discussions with my friend Joey on how much of a liberal our teacher was and how everything has gone to hell in the class and the people in school as well. Thankfully, I talked to other people, and I got to see the other side. I was driven to learn and to seek out the fuller picture of issues, especially political issues. But this has left me getting a more personal story with misinformation. And I think it has given me a very interesting point of view. On how it took control of me, and I did not even know it did. It's like when you're watching a movie and the character snaps out out of mind control. It's been more clear to me over the summer of 2020 after 8th grade as we were facing the 2020 presidential election about how misinformation is so blatant. But people still fall for it. With Trump's clickbait thumbnails or Trump or Biden's sound bites they collected about each other, it is something that goes hand in hand with news, misinformation. I have taken a look at the news and the media I used to mindlessly consume, and honestly, the best way to describe it is The Onion, but they're serious. Still, when I watch it, it frustrates me. That we have a a disease that is this mass misinformation that the only cure is awareness and being able to, to take the message sent with a grain of salt. It is something that I grew out of, but something that other people have not. We need to teach people how to learn and how to understand the sources of the information they are building their thoughts and opinions on. I would say... I would compare it to a dystopia. The battle for being able to to control your own thoughts and your opinions, it is an attack on your brain and your thought process. And I hope we, we can all see clearer.
Thanks for listening to Media Fact or Fiction with your host, David Faber. If you like the show, make sure you follow along and watch the other podcasts you miss. David Fable, out.